You're listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast with Dr. Cameron Marshall. Ask Concussion Doc is a show where we answer your questions about concussions, treatment, and rehabilitation to help practitioners better manage these injuries. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 51 of Ask Concussion Doc. This episode is brought to you by Concussion Chronicles, which is monthly research delivered by us to your inbox. Uh, basically just a collection of all the research studies from the previous month. The best ones that I find um, the most interesting, basically we summarize them, synthesize it, and then send it to your inbox. If you would like to sign up for Chronicles, go to completeconcussions.com slash resources slash concussion dash chronicles. Uh, I also have some stuff on my Instagram stories today where you can just swipe up directly to the link and sign up. Uh, this month we have a few really interesting articles that I posted on my Instagram today. Okay, getting into the podcast, we have three more questions, three more common questions that we get from uh, viewers, um, people writing in through social media, whatever else, but we just kind of put them into a list and compile them, and then uh, we add them to our queue. This week, the three questions are, number one, what do you do if you have a concussion? Number two is, what can you do at home? to help treat a concussion. So some people are at home, may not have an appointment yet with their doctor or healthcare practitioner, and they need some strategies and tips on what to do at home for themselves. And question number three is, can you sleep with a concussion? Kind of a controversial one, and things go back and forth a little bit on this one, so I'll give you kind of the current consensus on what you should be advising your patients and then what you should be doing for yourself if you are currently suffering from a concussion. Okay, question number one. What do you do if you have a concussion? Very broad question. However, the first thing you wanna figure out is if there are any red flags. So initially when a concussion happens, the thing that you should be most concerned with is not a concussion. The thing you should be most concerned with is something that's more serious. A, more serious brain injury, bleeding in the brain, fracture of the skull or swelling that may be happening in the brain and these are accompanied by signs and symptoms that are what's called red flags these things when present you should be going to the hospital immediately to get an image done such as a cat scan or ct scan because that can look in the brain and detect bleeding skull fractures swelling uh, and things like that okay so the first thing you want to be concerned with if you do have a concussion or you think you might have a concussion are the red flag symptoms Things that sh could indicate this are having a prolonged loss of consciousness. If you've had loss of consciousness for um, a minute to two minutes or more, I would probably be going to the hospital with that just to make sure there isn't something more serious. Post-traumatic amnesia, so meaning that if you, if you still can't remember what happened or you're still having the inability to form new memories and this is mostly to an outside observer uh, a parent or a coach or somebody who's with an athlete or somebody who's just had a concussion the athlete may keep asking the same questions like why are we here where how did we get here um, what happened what happened in the game and they keep asking these questions and it's been more than an hour or two after injury take him to the hospital because that indicates that there's something maybe more serious going on slurred speech 
numbness or tingling in the hands, feet, or face, some sort of neurological signs, weakness in the arms or legs as well, balance in coordination difficulties for more than you know 30 minutes after the injury. This type of stuff is all potentially normal within the first few minutes after injury. But if it's been about half an hour after and these things are still occurring, they're still very uncoordinated, still having balance difficulties, um, slurred speech, numbness, tingling, any of that stuff, you should be going to the hospital. Um, if the person is still confused or disoriented after about 30 minutes, take him to the hospital. Okay, this stuff indicates those red flag issues that I was talking about, indicates the need for imaging. So they need to go to the hospital to get the image done. What do you do if you think you have a concussion and you don't have any of those more serious signs and symptoms? Let's say you just have a headache or you feel a little bit dizzy or feel a little bit off, but you don't have any of these things. Uh, one thing I forgot in the red flag is also vomiting. If you start vomiting, hospital. Okay, so if you don't have any of that and you just have typical concussion signs and symptoms, we've covered that in previous episodes, but they are, uh, the most common ones are headache, dizziness, uh, nauseousness, um, a little bit of you know confusion, trouble concentrating, things like that. Um, those are the main ones for concussion. There's 22 signs and symptoms. You can always Google this. What are the symptoms of a concussion? If you have any of those ones and you don't have the red flags, well, the first thing you'd wanna be doing is trying to make an appointment with a licensed healthcare practitioner who has training in concussion. The most important piece is the training in concussion. Um, most healthcare practitioners don't really have concussion education. It's not something that's been historically covered in um, healthcare curriculums. So a lot of the practitioners that are out there that don't typically see a lot of concussions may be using outdated uh, information and they may not really have a good understanding of what the best treatment protocols are for concussion at this current time. So the best thing you can do is try to find somebody that has training in concussion um, and then try to get in there as early as possible. We have some research being done right now in partnership with McMaster University looking at data from our database system which is connected to over 300 clinics around the world and we find that the single most important factor for recovery from a concussion is if you are in to see one of our trained people within the first five days after the injury. From day six and beyond, it starts to go down. Each day, you wait to see somebody at one of our clinics. So this is only specific to our clinics, but what we're finding is that if you come in within that first five days, your chances of recovery in a, in a, um, in a shorter duration is increased, and it's the single most important factor uh, for a speedy recovery is seeing somebody within those first five days. After that, um, it's still very important, but each day you're behind, it just it, it decreases the likelihood of having a fast recovery, okay? Uh, if you go to completeconcussions.com, you can find a complete concussion management trained uh, healthcare provider in your area, I would start there first. Uh, if you can't find one of those, I would be Googling you know, for concussion clinics and things like that and try to look for ones um, that have an evidence-based approach. Okay, um, There's a lot of you know, crazy fads out there that don't necessarily have any scientific evidence to support their use. Um, so just a lot of anecdotal stuff. Um, 
look for evidence based look for somebody with experience um, talk to your friends and colleagues and stuff like that everyone knows somebody that's had a concussion and they may have good resources in the community for you uh, for that but the trick is getting in early a lot of healthcare practitioners may give you the wrong advice so if you can find the right one they can set you on the path for success okay so in summary what do you do if you have a concussion well first if you have any red flag issues go to the hospital immediately if you or if you're concerned go to the hospital you'll never be wrong in going to the hospital if you don't have any red flags you just have typical concussion signs and symptoms start calling around find the um, you know the best concussion clinic you can find in the area completeconcussions.com has uh, a whole list of them there's a map that geolocates to your area you should be able to find one in your area um, in most places anyway and if you can't find that I would try to you know look elsewhere talk to your friends colleagues everything getting in quick is the key five days okay question number two what can you do at home to treat a concussion well first of all <laughs> You should be doing this in conjunction with a trained therapist, uh, clinician, healthcare professional, doctor, whoever it may be. Um, but oftentimes you may be waiting at home for a few days before you actually get your appointment and you wanna make sure that you're doing the right things while at home. So here's some tips and tricks for you as a patient recovering from a concussion and here's some things you can do in those initial few days before you get your appointment that can help you recover faster there's probably a lot of you out there watching this right now thinking damn i wish i would have known this earlier uh, but nonetheless hopefully we can help a few of you that may be in the acute stages number one is i'm going to say this rest but only moderately okay there's no more dark rooms there's no more avoiding screens and just laying in bed all day okay moderate rest so you want to take it easy but you're still allowed to do activities you're still allowed to watch tv you're still allowed to go for walks you're still allowed to read you're still allowed to maybe even work from home answer a few emails okay no more cocoon therapy that's out if you go and then see your healthcare practitioner your doctor whoever and they tell you well don't do anything make sure you go in you know dark room and you don't uh you know you don't go on your phone you don't watch tv you are in the wrong place this person is out of date okay the evidence now is showing that um, resting for any more than one to two days after your concussion injury starts to become detrimental for you it actually makes you worse okay I don't know how many patients I see on a daily basis that come in and say you know I did all the right things I took a month off work my doctor told me and I was still having issues so they told me to take another month off work no, the fact that you took a month off work is probably the reason why you're still not better. You should be taking maybe one to two days off, moderate rest, and then starting to get back into your activities, gradually reintroducing back into work, whether that's starting to work from home and then going to half days and then going to full days as tolerated, that's what you should be trying to do. Not pulling back completely for a month at a time or a week at a time. It's Take one to two days, maybe max, and then start gradually reintroducing back in. Even if you have symptoms, it's not, you know, not a big deal. The rule of thumb for this rest phase is you can do anything which doesn't, one, 
increase your risk for getting a, another concussion. So anything that doesn't have increased risk of hitting your head. So you can't play sports, okay? But you can still exercise in a light or moderate way. You can't um, go ice skating, but you can go for a walk, okay? I wouldn't ride my bike, but you could still go for a walk. You can still walk the dogs. You can still clean your room. You can still, you know, mow the lawn. These are things that you can still do, okay? You can get your little bit of activity um, and you don't need to kind of pull yourself back. Just anything that doesn't increase the risk of getting another concussion. And two, anything that doesn't increase your symptoms to a significant degree. If you're sitting around and you have a headache of four out of 10 and you get up and you go for a walk and your headache is still a four out of 10, that's fine, okay? Just because you have a headache doesn't mean you can't go for a walk. If you go for a walk and your headache spikes from a four to a six, well, find a bench, sit down for a little bit, let the headache come down a little bit, and then continue on your walk, okay? Just because your headache increased with going on a walk doesn't mean you shouldn't be going on walks. It just means that when the headache comes up, take a break, let the headache subside, and then continue on doing it. If you're gonna be working from home or doing anything like that, if your headache starts to go up or you start to feel a little dizzy, a little bit weird, wonky, put the work down, go do something else for a bit, let the headache subside, and then come back to do, doing whatever you're doing. So the rules of thumb are you're allowed to do anything which doesn't increase your risk for getting hit in the head and doesn't increase your symptoms to any significant degree. So that's number one, rest for one to two days, but only moderate rest, not complete full rest, okay? That's out, that's old school. Number two, go for walks, stay active. Concussion causes blood flow reduction. So does inactivity. If you put those two things together, concussion plus inactivity, your blood flow reductions worsen, which means that your recovery now becomes much more difficult. So the, the treatment for blood flow reduction is actually exercise, but you have to do it in the right way. So again, you wanna be staying at that sub-symptom threshold level. You don't wanna be doing anything too vigorous that increases your symptoms to a significant degree. If you can go for a run, and it doesn't increase your headaches, go for a run, right? I wouldn't suggest that to start, but go for a walk. If you get symptoms, take a break and then continue on your walk. But don't just sit in a dark room and do nothing because that will exponentially make you worse. There's new research coming out showing that exercise, moderate sub-symptom threshold exercise may actually be beneficial for your recovery and speed your recovery and reduce the chances of having chronic symptoms. So. Go for walks, stay active in those first few days after injury. But again, nothing that's going to be considered a dangerous activity or something that puts you at risk for hitting your head again. Tip number three, diet. Cut out the crap. Okay? Concussion causes inflammation. Persistent inflammation causes the same symptoms as concussion and keeps the inflammation around. So headaches, fogginess, confusion, sleep difficulties, anxiety, all this stuff can be caused by inflammation and all of that can be attributed to some diet stuff, okay? So a lot of the foods that we eat are pro-inflammatory. Things like your typical refined sugars, processed foods, right? Your poppin' chips, those are all pro-inflammatory. Fried stuff, gluten, dairy, pro-inflammatory processed meats, sandwich meats and things like that, inflammatory, okay? 
You should be eating healthy during this time. Fruits, vegetables, and high quality lean protein meats. Not processed, okay? High quality meats, fruits, vegetables, and you know, for grains and carbs, avoid the gluten side of things because that can be very pro-inflammatory to people. Even if you don't have a gluten sensitivity, you may not know it, but it can be promoting inflammation uh, within your body. So cut out any of the garbage foods. Try to eat very clean during your recovery. When you cut it out, you need to cut it out 100%. Because if you're still going to, you know, well, I had, you know, a Timbit or I, I still like co- uh, sugar in my coffee, that's not, it's still doing the same thing to you. So you have to, you have to eliminate it for the next couple weeks and just, you know, hopefully that will help you to recover better. Um, this is all fairly early research, right? So I wouldn't kind of hang my hat on this, but we do know that inflammation causes persistent symptoms and we do know that a lot of foods cause inflammation. And if we can eliminate those foods, we may have a better chance of reducing the inflammation that's going on in our bodies. Some newer studies that are coming out with animals are looking at actual supplements. So things like fish oils, magnesium, uh, curcumin, uh, creatine, that type of stuff has been found to be um, potentially beneficial for recovery. But the most of the studies we have are only in mice at this point. So not enough to provide a recommendation as of yet. I know a lot of people are probably going to ask that question, but the best thing you can do is just avoid the crappy foods, okay? Eat clean, healthy foods after your concussion injury for those first, you know, three to four weeks kind of thing, okay? So those are the tips. Summarized again, what can you do at home to treat a concussion? Well, you should really be seeing a trained healthcare practitioner, and the research is showing that if you see them within the first five days, that's likely the best. If you're waiting for your appointment, you haven't got in yet, and you need some tips and tricks to do at home, number one, rest, but only moderately, okay? No more dark rooms, get rid of all that idea. Do activities as long as they don't uh, provoke your symptoms to a significant degree. You can read, you can watch TV, you can do a little bit of work from home, you can do some homework, you know, that type of stuff. Number two, stay active. Go for walks, exercise, moderate to light. And number three, diet, cut out the crap, try to eat clean for the next little bit. Okay, so those are the best tips I can give you in terms of helping yourself while at home before you get in to see your healthcare provider. Question number three. I only have two things for this one. Can you sleep with a concussion? All right, so what we used to tell people is to wake somebody up throughout the night after a concussion injury. Now this wasn't because of the, the concussion itself. The reason this was recommended was because of something more serious, like a bleed. Because after a concussion, the person is going to be fatigued. They're gonna to wanna to sleep. You know, if you've ever been around anybody with a concussion, within a few hours after the injury, they're ready to go to sleep. If they go to sleep and they're bleeding in their brain, they might not wake up in the morning because they could be dead. So the whole thing was waking them up every hour or so throughout the first night just to make sure that they can wake up. Um, and that they're able to, they're not you know, slurring their speech or anything like that. They're coherent when they are woken up. So this is just monitoring for worsening condition throughout the first night. 
Now, the, the more current recommendation is actually not to do this. And the reason is because if anything was to be worsened, it generally will happen in that first two to four hours after the injury occurs. So by the time, so, so the current recommendation is to keep them awake for two to four hours after the injury happens, okay? Because typically, let's say it's a night game, it's a Friday night, it's, you know, they're, they're off playing, they're, they're done playing at like nine o'clock. You wanna actually keep them awake for a few hours after the injury and just kind of monitor for any type of worsening condition, right? Are they starting to slur their speech? Are they starting to exhibit any of the red flags? Are they vomiting? Is their headache getting really, really bad? Um, are they stumbling all over the place? Um, are they describing weakness or numbness or anything like that anywhere in their body? If so, they need to go to the hospital right away. If they're not experiencing any of that, then they are permitted to sleep. And you don't have to wake them up throughout that night, okay? If you're concerned, you're not gonna hurt them by waking them up throughout that first night. There was concern because concussion actually creates an energy deficit and you know some of the some of the papers the recommendations said well because it's an energy deficit we want people to be able to sleep to be able to restore their energy however the research on this has found that waking people up doesn't actually delay recovery in any way so it's still safe to wake them up if you choose to do so however the majority of these types of more severe things are going to present themselves in the first two to four hours after the injury occurs. So as long as you can keep them awake for that first two to four hours, you should be able to let them sleep throughout the first night. Now this recommendation is kind of changing and it flips flops back and forth. This is the current recommendation as it stands um, and so this may change in the future. Um, that's it for this episode. Those are the three questions for today. As always, if you do have questions, please submit them to us. Uh, you can DM them to me on Instagram. You can, uh, you can even put them in the comment section if you want of the podcast. Uh, you can send them to info at Complete Concussions if you want. Uh, however you want to get in touch with us, you can always ask questions and we'll, be, you know, we'll put them in the queue and, and answer them here at some point in the future on these episodes. Thank you for listening. Always, as always, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on SoundCloud, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, website is completeconcussions.com, um, and that's where you can get all your concussion information. I'm going to stick around again and answer any questions on Concussion Doc if they are there. So anyone who's watching on uh, Complete Concussions, if you come on over to Concussion Doc for the rest of the live, uh, I will answer some questions and I'll stick around for a few minutes if people have any questions to ask right now. Okay, see you guys. Thank you for listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a review. Have questions about concussion management for future episodes? Submit them to our website, Facebook, or even Instagram. See you next time.